Hello and welcome to the next episode of my podcast. I have a very special guest on today. You want to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Ashley's partner, Chaz. Husband. Husband, yeah. Demoted. <laughs> um, and today I wanted to have Chaz on just because, I don't know, I felt like it would be fun. Um, and we'll, we'll get into a little bit about how we met, um, but also there's a little bit of a fun game at the end. And I'm labeling this date night um, because it's a bit of a fun activity that we can do together. But also, I guess, like other people can do with their friends and their partners as well. Um, so do you want to kick off? Do you want to tell your side of the story of how we met? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we met through a mutual friend. And that mutual friend came over to play basketball on one of my teams and um, just asserting ownership over that team there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so he came over to play basketball with us and he was living with Ashley at the time um, because they've been close family friends from when she was living in Perth as a young kid. Mm -hmm. And so he was kind of just crashing like a uni student at their house um, and kind of on a fun little holiday and getting to play some representative basketball as well. And so he came over and I was peak single phase at that point and um, was partying away and he was coming out to party after party with us as well. And uh, I saw her on a Snapchat of his and she was just at work, working at Cotton On, I believe. I, I think I was at North... I think I was at the shopping centre. Like, I was... Oh, bare minimum. I had no makeup on. My hair was a mess. Like, I looked rank, I thought, anyway. I didn't think so. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> yeah, the photo looked good. She looked good. Um, but it was just, like, a photo of her shopping. I assumed she was working, but obviously she was just shopping. Mm. Um, and she was just, like, folding something back onto, like, a, a table or something. Um, oh, and I was like, oh, who's that? And he was like, that's my sis kind of thing and I was like what's her name he's like obviously I knew it wasn't his sister because he didn't have any <laughs> and so I was like oh what's her name and she's like he's like nah not I'm not gonna set you up with my housemate like no way <laughs> he's essentially been watching me just go on a tear mm-hmm. as in as my uh, single days are peaking and um he just essentially wanted me to keep keep away from keep away from her. He's being a good friend and yeah. just looking after you. Mm-hmm. But I persisted. I was like, "Come on, you you gotta you gotta give me a way in here somehow. Like, just give me her name. I'll Facebook her and I'll I'll I'll, I'll start up the chat um, for all you kids who don't know what Facebook is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for anyone under the age of like twenty two. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. I know. Like, it, it's just looked at or perceived as this old person app now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's so weird. Um, but yeah, so I, I ended up adding her on Facebook because I was behind the curve and I just couldn't be bothered with the whole Snapchat thing. I tried it for a bit and I just hated it. Mm-hmm. Um, so didn't have Snapchat. So Facebooked her. And I just... We just started talking and I, I forced him to send a Snapchat back, just vouching for me. I was like, come on, you got to put a good word in for me so she'll actually talk to me. 
Keeping in mind, the only stories I'd heard of Chaz is like wild party Chaz. But I also didn't put the connection between like, this is the guy who's messaging me and the party guy. Mm-hmm. But that was like all I had heard from Kobe was like, oh, he's, he's wild. He's doing all this stuff. Um, and so my image of you before I knew this was you was like, oh, you're like, I'm, you're not for me. Like this guy's <laughs> not for me. I'm going to stay away from him. He scares me kind of thing. Yeah, actually a nice guy, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you are. It was just wild for other people. Like, you're just fun. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't doing anything out of the normal. I was just partying a lot. Like, I was just a fun guy to be around. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so ended up being Facebook friends. And we were talking, like, back and forth pretty regularly, which was nice for me because it kind of just, like, got through the, I guess, boredom and loneliness of single life, I was having someone to go to and chat to a lot as well. We're connecting. Like, we're, I don't know, I think one of the first things I did was make a Star Wars joke and you were like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, for sure. There was chemistry even through, like, the app. Mm. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm not I'm not trying to talk down the aspect Yeah, I was going to say, was I, was I just some time filler for you? <laughs> no, but I'm sure, like, people who are single can relate to, like, you just feel lonely a lot. 100%. Like, and it's good to, like, obviously understand how not to feel lonely and be able to do things by yourself and things like that. But that's a big part of it as well. It's just, like, you kind of – you got all this time. And that's why, like, single people, like, date and do all these different yeah. things all the time because they've got all this free time. And I'm, like, a very, very busy person. I love to be super, yeah. super busy. I do 10 million things. And if I've got all this free time, not really used to being out of a, a long-term relationship mm. – like it was just it, it kind of felt filled a bit of a void as well and it helped that we we clicked a lot as mm-hmm. well yeah. yeah that was that that's really what i think tinder is for now like other than <laughs> than hookups it's literally just for people to cure their boredom like, yeah fill in that spare time so they don't feel so lonely which is a whole can of worms in its own but <laughs> we'll, i'll digress <laughs> maybe maybe for women i guess maybe women just string guys along the whole time and just I just talk to them on Tinder and they're really trying to get some and really women are just trying to get a conversation. Mate, yeah. Trying to get their, that daily download onto someone. <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Wouldn't some. believe what Chris said at work today. No. <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. I've been out of the Tinder game a long time. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so talking back and forth and she made a post like maybe about a week or so later. And it was like a call out onto Facebook searching for a friend to tag along with our mutual friend who plays basketball with me to the Gold Coast. And he was his partner had come down from Perth, Western Australia to Queensland to uh, have this little fun party trip down yeah, in I, the Gold Coast. I didn't want to be a third wheel. So I just put a bat signal out, really. Yeah, she anyone. threw up the bat signal. And by throwing up the bat signal, I kind of saw it. And I was like, Gold Coast, party, friends, girl that I want to talk to. (laughs) Sounds like the perfect ticket to punch. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I jumped straight on this Facebook post, knowing full well she hadn't even met me yet. um, And was like, I'll go. And I messaged Kobe again. I was like, dude, you got to tell her, like, I'm going to be loads of fun on this trip. Just try and somehow swing this my way. And... I was lucky enough to get the privilege of you saying, yes, please come along. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was like a midweek 
yeah. trip as well as on a Wednesday. But I was like, I just, yeah, I just wanted something to do, something to kind of like just fulfill me in a weird way as well. Like it was a super exciting thing to do. Can I, can you also, like you were supposed to go on a cruise with your ex that week. I think that's why you had that week off. Yeah, I'm not even sure, uh, like, from memory now, but that sounds about right. Um, yeah. But, it, like, at the same time, like, even if, even if that didn't line up time-wise, like, I was, I was definitely supposed to be doing something during that week, whether it would be uni or working in just, my part-time job for the council. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was pretty funny. Just dropped everything, and on a Wednesday went and picked you up from your house yeah knocked on the door and this was like the first time we kind of ever met and actually just opened the door I'd like taken reasonably good care of like presenting myself <laughs> in a, a pretty decent way um but Ashley I opened the door to Ashley just like in slacks and like a big jumper her hair's just a mess oh, uh, well, come on, it was, um, maybe it was brushed it was it was in braids I'm pretty sure yeah like bare minimum yeah she really didn't really didn't put any effort in so mm. it was kind of perfect but because she kind of set the set the standard of almost in a way like I guess making it a really, really comfortable moment to meet each other. Like, yeah, there was no, I, like, it wasn't like I was, you couldn't see that I was outwardly trying to impress you or anything, mm. which I wasn't. I was also, like, really open to the idea of, like, nothing happening between us, but open to the possibility of happen- something happening. But, yeah, like, that's, I guess that's who I am now, too, is just, like, ah, oh, I don't want to put much effort in for anybody else. It's just for myself, so... Yeah, which is such an awesome mentality to have as well. Mm. And that's one of, one of the coolest things I think there is about you as well is the fact that you're just so easygoing. And especially like with presentation, like I can't stand just when it, people are just like fretting over how they look for just the smallest event. Mm. Like I just want to be able to grab my stuff, head out the door, go grab a bite to eat and come back in true man fashion just within an instant. Um, and Ashley's got that capability. Uh, unless we've actually set date night, then then we're obviously going to put a bit of effort in for uh, both for of fun. us. Yeah, to like, you know, zhuzh up the experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she answers the door and slacks and a big jumper. And um, it wasn't weird at all. I thought it was going to be weird. I was kind of nervous. But, like, as soon as the door opened, um, I, was, I felt pretty comfortable. And uh, we jumped in the car and we spent a two-hour trip together driving down to the Gold Coast. And there literally wasn't, like, a moment of silence between us the whole time. We were just clicking the whole time down to Gold Coast. Which is weird for me because, especially back then, I just would boys in particular but just anyone in general I wasn't a great conversationalist so the fact that I felt comfortable and that we could talk I was really really enjoying that yeah yeah we definitely had like similar taste in music as well we were like rapping to Jay-Z and Kanye (laughs) the whole way down and yeah the vibes were good Mm -hmm. um yeah so we we arrived at Gold Coast and partied the night away and she kind of like who came to the moment where we, we, well, we checked in and we we're pre-drinking and then the girls were like, all right, we're going to get ready and, you know, what the girls usually do, they disappear for like an hour and a half and 
they get ready while us boys kind of just sit on the balcony and have some chats Cobra and I just hanging out mm-hmm. um, but when the girls came back like Ashley was dressed to the tens now and I was like oh whoa <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it was Yeah, it was a big difference. Like I, I was I was like she like she's a pretty girl, but I wasn't expecting to just kind of be like, "Oh, I'm actually super attracted to this girl now." <laughs> like it was there. Yeah. And so it was kind of that moment where you kind of just get that that glamour effect and it was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, wow, this is going to be this is going to be a fun night. Mm-hmm. We'll see where it goes." Um, and we're still kind of just playing it cool, I guess, with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we definitely kicked it off once we hit the D floors yeah. after, after a few more drinks went down. And That was so cool. Cause like, I also wasn't super confident on the dance floor, but I could dance. Right. And then, so I saw you come out, the fact that you would first of all, get on the dance floor, a second of all, like dance, like actually be able to dance. I was like, Oh my God, I'm <laughs> melting. <laughs> So then I got up there and I just like, we just, we actually danced with each other. Like just the, it was beautiful. And so. Bit of chemistry. Oh yeah. Quite a lot of chemistry. Um, and so from that night onwards, we spent pretty much every day together. (laughs) Yeah. If we could. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, yeah. Stars aligned. Yeah. It was beautiful. There was, there's definitely like hiccups in the beginning. That's, mm. it's not, it's not all perfect. It's like, obviously each person comes to the relationship with baggage, whether that's personal from previous relationships. So Chaz was like working through healing from, um, his past long-term relationship at that point. I was also at a stage where I just had a pretty toxic relationship and so I was like I don't even want to touch boys like my head was nowhere I don't even know if I've said this already but my head was not there for boys at all um and then Chaz came along and just like exceeded exceeded what I thought I could dream up as my dream like boy and like yeah I I was not I was not gonna let this guy go (laughs) pretty much (laughs) smitten yeah Mm mm-hmm um, but yeah, we helped, we helped each other a lot. Like I was, I was dealing with like anxiety and depression and coming off. I mean, I was on medication when you met me and you helped me come off that. Mm. Um, you know, it was a lot of figuring out how to, um, just function without yeah. that stuff, um, emotionally and mentally every day. Um, and I remember you used to, you get so sick of me being like depressed and sad in a, in a gentle way. Um, and in a loving way, you'd be like, all right, get up. And I'd be like, why? And you'd be like, you're going to do 10, you're going to do 10 squats, 10 push-ups. And at that point I couldn't do 10 push-ups. So I was like, I can't do them. And you're mm-hmm. like, you're going to do 10 something else right now, 10 star jumps, or whatever, go. And so I would just do them. And immediately I'd start laughing because I felt absolutely ridiculous. But the movement, or he was also teaching me that movement is really important for your mental health. And so, um, that was whilst it was a hard time we learned to care for each other in certain ways and teach each other a lot of things which was super super cool i'm super grateful for that time yeah a hundred percent and i think ashley like really enjoyed the fact that i was in like a really vulnerable state of life as well (laughs) um and like yeah even though like in a way it was probably net negative 
for our relationship but it was also like you could kind of realize that I could be vulnerable and you enjoyed the fact that I was willing to be so vulnerable with you and yeah she she kind of nursed me back to not being such a big baby for a bit there I guess Mm. um and like I guess it probably didn't seem like it to anyone else people tend to genuinely think that I'm like 100 percent happy 24 7 that's definitely the persona i put off it's not like i'm actually intending to put off that persona i am a pretty happy guy but Mm -hmm. but yeah it definitely was probably the weirdest phase in my life and Mm -hmm. it was cool that she was there to kind of help me help me get through that and then yeah i came back to like a pretty good state but it was interesting that was a um like you mentioning being on um like anti-anxiety medication as well um and that was a big thing for me to try and get you off them like Mm. I just think you really shouldn't have any kind of vice taking a hold over your everyday life if that's how you're living your life then there's definitely something incomplete there Mm. and whatever that might be like some guys might be stuck just like watching porn every day and just their vice is doing that Mm -hmm. it's just whatever yeah smoking might be their vice or drinking might be their vice or even just being in a salty mood 24 7 and just like kind of living off that weird salty mood Mm -hmm. state that some people just thrive in or Mm. purposely creating issues to solve issues like some people do that but those are all things that are like grasping a hold of your mental state and Mm -hmm. you're kind of addicted to them in a weird way Mm -hmm. and i just yeah i wanted ashley to be able to not be dependent on a pill to solve her feelings yeah I do want to point out like as someone who has been on medication I think there is a time and place for it um for some people but it's not a long-term option in my personal opinion so that you know being on that medication helped me function when I didn't have a bunch of people around me who had healthy mindsets and healthy habits to be able to support me. And so that's what you and your family really offered for me, even, you know, meeting Rita, who um, is like, she's my friend now, um, but she's like a massage healer person. Um, You know, it just opened up a whole, whole world of support for me, which a lot of people don't have. Um, And so that's, that's also another important point that I wanted to make. I wanted to jump in there about but you're right um it's it's not cool to be dependent on something for your mood or your mental state that is not actually helpful in the long term it's even in terms of like i used to rely on you a lot for picking up my mood Mm. um and i used to rely on other people to pick up my mood which is not which people don't realize that they do, but it's not helpful at all. Like you can create your own mood. Yeah. Um, and, but that's, you know, that's taken me what, like four or five years after coming off medication to learn. Yeah. Um, so it's a pretty big one. We got pretty deep pretty quickly, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, oh, that's what we do, I suppose. Yeah. hundred percent. I even, um, a bit of a sidetrack, but I was just thinking then how, like I came, I came up over like over that time we were kind of together there and leading up to becoming like a a fully fledged teacher. I was 
figuring out like each year like a new I guess fundamental thing that I thought was like vital to living a happy life and I was kind of just accruing like knowledge around what I thought was key to ensuring or key, not not yeah yeah key but like a, a rule to live live by I guess and it's I, I teach at like a religious school and I think one of the benefits of religion that I've noticed from like an outside perspective is they've got like also uh, like a rigidity that guides them and allows them to kind of have this direction and where they're taking things all the time. And a lot of us who, who don't have that background, we don't necessarily have those guiding rules for life. Yeah. And so sometimes you can feel a bit lost without them. And obviously, like, that rigidity also has downsides to it as well, which we're all very aware of in society. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I think there's a, definitely a net positive um, overall if you're within that community and you're wholeheartedly there for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, as I was coming towards, like, becoming a fully-fledged teacher and then each year that like, we were kind of just going through these different phases where we'd... I'd kind of just come out of the phase and realize, oh, like everything's about this. And like one of them was like, um, like ensuring that you always surround yourself with people with similar mindsets to yourself was key. Like if you're not surrounding yourself with people with similar goals um, and similar aspirations, then you're setting yourself up to fail. You want to you wanna have people that can allow you to grow and better yourself. Um, so those who you surround yourself with is key and trying to like really tighten up that circle. And if someone's like genuinely being dead weight around you and they're, they're just constantly pulling you in the wrong direction, you got to really ask yourself the hard question of whether they're still fit to be in your life. And some people are just going to hold on to those people out of... Um, obligation. Like, yeah, obligation for them. And which is like a a very loyal thing to do, but it's also just going to end up weighing you down, which is never great. And if they're not willing to change and grow with you, then you're better off leaving them behind. So one of my rules was just like always surround yourself with people who are willing to grow with you. And then the the first rule is always have a a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. And that's big as well. Like just continually find ways to improve Um, And whether that means just like putting yourself in new experiences, try something new, whatever it might be. Um, The other thing is, is in life, shit happens. Like you can't control everything. That was a big thing as well. Like Mm -hmm. we've both had inevitably bad things happen um, either between us or even just like externally from us, whether it's family members or whatever it might be. And those things are 100% going to happen. And if you don't have a mindset in which you can look at it and be like, hey, how can I find the growth here? Mm -hmm. And how can I surround myself with people that are going to support me through this? Mm -hmm. Um, Then you're not going to be able to get through it. So that's why like they're so key to relating to each other. Mm -hmm. Um, The next one was everything is love. And that's like a huge one for me. Like if Mm -hmm. you can just find ways to just try and show love in as many situations as possible like I've recently been trying to um, constantly show appreciation to my friends that's like a thing I've been doing recently and I'll just like randomly send them a message and just let them know like how much I care about them and they're important to me in in my life which is not a big thing that a lot of men do no it is and it is weird and it was actually my work colleague who's like originally started doing that to me we click really well 
And um, we often talk about how blessed we feel to just be able to be working side by side together. And he's actually like, I guess you'd probably describe him as like a godly man. Like he's very religious. Um, and I'm kind of more on the other spectrum. I would lean, I guess, slightly towards Christianity in a way, but I wouldn't call myself a Christian. Mm. Um, but we're so like we're opposites of the spectrum in that in that manner. Yet we can just vibe so well, and we have the biggest debates about the most complex topics that most people would be scared to have with someone who has strong religious views. But we're both constantly bettering ourselves from it, and I appreciate that so much because that's someone who's forcing me to grow in a direction that I wasn't even aware I was going to grow in, and him in the other way as well like he's growing in in alternative viewpoints as well and that's, so that's a, such a cool relationship to have mm-hmm. especially in a workplace because you know a lot of the time people just end up working to live but I really feel like I get to live to work which is well yeah live to work I'm living at my work as well as I guess the point I'm trying to make mm-hmm. which is cool like I'm having a great time mm-hmm. in my workspace most of the time obviously work can be work at times <laughs> yeah. as well and it gets hard but mm-hmm. yeah it's a cool space to be working in um i did cut you off on like some of the points that you were making i'm not quite sure if you got to all five but that was something like i, I just wanted to preface here while i'm sitting here i'm looking at you i'm listening to you speak and i'm just going like if people can't see why i love you out of everything the past like 25 minutes like they're fucking crazy mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Because you've just pretty much highlighted every, absolutely everything I love about you. And something I was going to add on to your last point there was that's something that has been um, really hard for me to learn, but really beneficial in knowing you is like your ability to have hard conversations, your ability to have open, kind discussions or debates with people who have opposing views um because and i guess in the world right now there is a lot of polarization it's like you you either agree with me or disagree with me and if you disagree with me i don't want you around mm. um and that's even something that i battled with the idea of christianity i was so opposed to religion and i let like i guess my own personal feelings block um my view of Mm. every christian and then now you're you know you come home and you tell me these stories and i'm like these are just great people Mm -hmm. like me we just have slightly different political views and allowing that difference to occur and not tarnishing the other person's what's what's the word i guess not values tarnishing the way that you look at them just Mm. because they have slightly different views um that was that's that's been huge for me lately and I really enjoyed getting to like live that through you through work. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I agree. I'm not sure, really sure where else we want to go there. Yeah, I can't, did you get all five? Everything's love. Uh, always have a growth mindset. Uh, surround yourself with people who meet criteria one and two. Every, all right, that's three. We had one more then. Um, so everything is love? No, you. I oh know. So the first one was shit. Ah, oh, shit happens. Shit happens. Shit happens. And what's the last one? That one always slips me. That's right. If it's important, it'll come back. Yeah. We have a lot. I don't know why I always struggle on the fifth as well. It's every time. I actually pulled these ones out in my interview to get my job um, because they were like... They, they asked me, they, were, they asked me, so what is your, I guess, religious story? 
um, because they really, really try hard to um, hire people who are adopting the religious ethos. Um, but I'm obviously not part of it, but I, I brought the, the five principles of life out to them because I felt like they're universal and they align to the principles that they're trying to teach mm-hmm. as well, um, which, is, which is so cool. And I think kind of got me just in the door as well um, yeah. with that kind of aspect. Because it's, it's important, like, that's an important part people tend to maybe not investigate is you, you should probably have some kind of spiritual ethos in some way just because it provides you with a value system. Like, there's, there's truths in life that can either be hard truths, like fact that you can measure and you can observe through science, and then there's truths in life that you can literally feel and they're hard to measure. For instance, like listening to a really, really good song mm. in a crowd of people. Like that feeling that you get with everyone else, that weird sense of like community and gratitude mm. is like you can't measure that, but it exists. Yeah. What is that? Like that's, that's like a, that, that's a truth through experience. And mm-hmm. truth through experience gets overlooked a lot these days, I think, in today's society because we're so... Google orientated and science based Mm. and that's awesome provided us with so many blessings in the modern world but at the same time it kind of removes the humanistic experience that we get to all exist here Mm. which is I think far more powerful and is gonna definitely allow you to have a happier life Um, and you can have a happier life with a lot less things yeah there's, so, there's a quote and I can't remember how it goes, but it's something like science is the pursuit of God or something like that. Like science is just, I guess, explaining thing, explaining these things that we can't really explain. Mm. Um, that is to some people the work of God. Uh, but something I also wanted to point out that sparked my memory as you were talking was even when you see a psychologist and, and you know they, they're going through the psychology thing, there's like different areas that they say you need to have um, exercised in your life. So, you know, like physical health, mental health, emotional health and spiritual health. Even in psychology, spiritual health is one of those things mm-hmm. like being able to. Yeah, the five dimensions of wellness you're, you're referring to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You got physical, spiritual, uh, mental, social, social. And that's four. What's the last one? The human brain clearly can't remember. More than four <laughs> We're just getting a four every time. <laughs> yeah. I think it might be like nutritional, maybe. It's probably food. But that like, would would that not be physical? No, because that means like moving your body. I think it might be food. I think that might be it. I'm um, gonna I'm gonna take a stab. It feels like it should be anyway. Uh, like no. you are practically what you are what you eat is what you are, what you are is what you eat, whichever way that goes. Yeah. Um, I feel like that statement pretty holds true as well. Mm. You get, if you eat like crap, you're going to feel like crap. That's, that's 100% true. Mm-hmm. And that one's a science fact. <laughs> <laughs> science facts with Chaz. <laughs> we could do a whole nother podcast on that, to be honest. Yeah. But um, I've really enjoyed our conversation so far, but I really want to get into this game that we've created um, because I feel like we could just keep talking forever and ever about absolutely everything. Um, so I've, I've grabbed a bunch of questions 
Um, and I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to ask you the first question. Okay. And so you're going to read your answer. Yeah. Right? Like your, your red answer. I've color coded them for us so we don't get confused. Um, so the question that, um, the question is what would they say is the most annoying thing that you do? So what would Chaz say is the most annoying thing that I do? And I think it's that I take forever to wake up properly. Did I get that right? Uh, no, that's not <laughs> what I wrote. But yeah, that is annoying. Um, I'm definitely a morning person and Ashley is not a morning person. And if I wake her up abruptly, she is furious. With <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and even if I think it's not abrupt, she thinks it's abrupt. Yeah. Um, so... You've got to, like, breathe on me a little, like, first. I don't know how that would make anyone feel good <laughs> while waking up, but okay. I'll breathe on you next time. I'll just slowly breathe on you. What was your answer? I'll just be in your ear, like... <laughs> <laughs> wake up, Ashley. <laughs> um, my precious. <laughs> so my answer that I put down was... Um, I feel like I, I've cut a little deep here, but I put struggle to see the joke rather than the conflict... Oh, I'm pretty good at that. Uh, I don't think you're supposed to be good at that. <laughs> I'm a bit... At least I'm humble. <laughs> <laughs> I think the question said, what would you... What would they say is the most annoying thing you do? It's not a positive. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. I'm fine with that. Okay, cool. I'm just not taking it personally, all right? Okay. Do you want me to take it personally? No, I just thought you didn't <laughs> understand my response. No, I understood it. I understood it. All right. Next question. Uh, what is the next question? Who would... You didn't do me. Do uh, you want to answer that question as well? Well, yeah, we both did it. Okay, sure. All right. So what would I say is the most annoying thing that you do? I put down not listen intently enough. Dude, uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um... But I actually put you get into moods where you want to disagree for the sake of it. It's just really that you're mad. But honestly, your answer is way more on point than mine. I can most certainly be a very disagreeable person when I've had an average day. Yes, that's very true. Love to win a battle. Look, it's actually great in terms of it tests me to see how calm I can stay while you're infuriating. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Okay, you yeah. Next question. Uh, who would the other say is the cele- their celebrity crush, male or female? I said male and female, but yeah. Okay, well, it doesn't really matter if it's and or. or. No, no, I said that. All right. Just input the or. My bad. Um. So I put down for you. Yeah. Gal Gadot. Yeah. Uh, oh my god you nailed it oh really yeah yes. you fucking nailed it i put down three because i wasn't sure but like as soon as you called me wonder woman earlier today and i'd already written the question i was like fuck that yep <laughs> i can't believe you got that well done so who would i say or who would you say is your celebrity crush is that how i worded it yeah i well yeah oh, effectively i've got okay so let me just preface this with there's one, there's an actor that I couldn't remember the name of. I couldn't even remember what they looked like that I feel like 
We've discussed that I would let be your hall pass, who was a male, but I can't remember who it was. So I wrote down three. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Michael B. Jordan. Or did you pick a female? You've got this so far wrong. We're <laughs> arguing about Michael B. Jordan for so long. Oh, we fucking were. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. You really dropped the ball. Yeah. I put down Chris Evans. Oh, <laughs> I feel like that was an easy one God too. Damn it! I, I should have known that. He just embodies all of the values I think a superhero should have, and I, I just love the whole Captain America ethos. The 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 small guy who couldn't do it all, but had the right attitude. Good morals. Um, kind of like the whole work hard principle beats talent, but eventually they juice him up and give him all the talent he could possibly get. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty awesome as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also has a really nice voice, I realised, because he's voicing Buzz Lightyear in the new Lightyear movie that's coming out. And I, I don't know, it was just very soothing. Just, just to point out that, yeah, I should have known that. Because when we first met, you were talking about Captain America being your favourite Avenger. And I was like, ew, he's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> coming from the woman who had like some pretty shitty ex-boyfriends and so my favorite was like loki who was just like a fucking toss pot anyway he doesn't treat me bad enough (laughs) he doesn't treat me how i think i deserve to be treated uh all right next question who would they say is the better kisser i think that Chaz would say that he's the better kisser is that what you put down ashley Yeah. yeah yeah You put I was. No, no, no. What no. did you actually put down that you think was, but? I think I'm the better kisser. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> what did you put down? I put down Ashley on both Aye. of them. But my reasoning behind this was I don't actually think she's that much of a better kisser than okay. me. Yeah, yeah. She might be slightly. I don't know. But it's more the fact that I love just ruining every kiss moment by being extremely silly every time Mm -hmm. because I'm addicted to being silly and that's maybe my vice. (laughs) But so, yeah, every time she tries and kiss me, I'll just, like, annoyingly put my tongue out or something. I was just going to say that's his way of uh, softening the blow of not being the better kisser. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you're a good kisser. We both have really soft lips, which is, like, perfect. Our children will be blessed. Uh, next question, which you're going to answer first. What one change do I think I could make to improve as a person? Mm. Do you want to go first or me? You're answering. What do you think I think would make me a better person? Have I read this question wrong? Because I think I, I answered it as me. But there's a second question. Oh, is there? Oh, Okay. So, the, the first one... So, you want me to say you first? Yes. I just wrote down, keep doing what you're doing. You're already on the right path. Oh, okay. So, you've written a, a almost like um, advice for me. Like, what, what do you think I could change? That's how you wrote the question. Well, there's two questions there. Yeah. <laughs> so, they're both like, one's for you, one for me. So, I answered them both. Okay. All but right. that's for you, and then I can I can say mine as well. Let's yeah. Let's just go through your answers because we answered this differently. Okay. Cool. And then the thing I thought I could change was I often put things off because I already feel um, 
I've already got so much on my plate. And so sometimes I just like put things off because I just want to relax, but I'm often just preventing the inevitable. So I guess I've been trying to just take more early action on things. Um, and just like, even if they're small tasks, just trying to get them done. And that allows me to kind of switch off better. Otherwise I kind of just sit around and I just kind of seem like I'm in a glazed state all afternoon because mm. I'm still solving all my day's problems in my head. And mm. Ashley will like talk to me and I'll kind of just be like, not really there. Cause I'm just like having this internal dialogue with myself. That's like not in a negative way, but it's just like thinking about how I could do some things better or how am I going to plan the next lesson the next time I do it or have I remembered to book that bus booking or Mm. have I ensured that all the sports are done or whatever it might be like there's just a million things I have to coordinate and if you don't get them out of your head they're just going to plague your brain yeah and it's hard for you because you're a very 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 busy person Um, but like the way I've managed that and I took a leaf from your book was like as soon as I have the thought, I write it down on like a, a sticky pad or in my in my notebook. Yeah. Um, that way my mind's at ease. But I was just going to say, I, like, I think you're really good at actioning things. I don't think you put things off at all, especially compared to a lot of other people. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I, you might be being a little hard on yourself, but I know... I struggled to think of something. So I just I reflected on that for a while. Yeah. Okay. Uh, something that I said that I could change that would vastly improve me as a person was being less sensitive to people's emotions or energy and being Mm. grounded in my own because I do get quite caught up um in like the energy of the room I suppose um but that's something I'm learning just to like I suppose keep my own energy yeah uh, high regardless of others um what would they say is their pet peeve with you so what do I think that your pet peeve is with me I think it's the dishes. <laughs> what is it? Uh, yeah, I actually said in the past I would have put down the dishes or leaving <laughs> the kitchen messy. However, I think we've been all, all, all over this recently. Like, yeah. we don't seem to have any issues with that anymore. Yeah. Well, not recently, but... I, I've been active. Yeah, she's been working hard, really grinding them dishes out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I put down for you not putting my clothes away is the issue you have with me and i've been pretty good lately however i know there's a fresh basket that just came in about an hour and a half ago so i should probably attend to that straight after this (laughs) otherwise you'll hate me um but yeah i inevitably always slack off from it at some point when i get crazy busy we have had this discussion multiple times before like we have boundaries charles has boundaries with dishes and i have boundaries with the clothes and mine is if there's more than two loads of washing in this basket then it's gonna get put away and (laughs) Chaz is really 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 good at at doing that on school holidays but when he's busy it just slacks off but you've actually you've actually we've stuck to it really well just like i've stuck to the whole dishes thing really well so go team hope you caught that high five um cool what's the next question okay so the next question is what is you oh sorry i'm skipping this one who said I love you first? Ashley, do you want to answer this one? <laughs> I can feel the like disdain coming from you. <laughs> I said it first. And the reason he said that is because I said it I said it first and then Chaz said it. 
And then he did take backsies <laughs> like a week later <laughs> on his 22nd birthday. And we're like the morning of his 22nd party. Um, and he's, he's telling me that he doesn't love me. He takes it back. I'm sad. And he was like, and I just want you to be <laughs> happy for the day kind of, kind of thing. Like, I've just told you the worst news possible. Be happy about it. The ultimate cheat code. If you ever want to do something like that, is do it on your birthday, boys. <laughs> Evil. Just joking. Evil. Just joking. Evil. Don't do that at all. It's a horrible decision. It, it was. It was painful. But it, it, it taught me. It was still a weird time for us. It was. Yeah. Yeah. We were but very fresh at that point still. After that day... I think after that day, you saw me just, like, turn my shit around. Um, I'm pretty sure you told me that night anyway. I'm not sure. It might have been somewhere around that time, but... Look, it was my 22nd, and I do love to get loose, so who knows what I said that night, to be honest. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> so I'm we... sure I did love you by the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on! <laughs> moving on! All right. What is one thing you have taught them that they feel has benefited them? Okay. So what is... Do you want to answer that first or do you want me to answer that first? You've got the mic. What is one thing that I have taught you Mm -hmm. that you feel has benefited you? Or that I think you feel has benefited you? Um, And I would say it's how to be more considerate of other people's feelings or like spiritual side, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I wrote down exactly that. I said, you've made me a far more empathetic person than I've ever been. And I'm way more considerate of those around me. Um, And I've become a very reflective person instinctively. I love to do everything, I guess, instinctively. I'm not like a big like journal or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I tend to get pretty good at things by just doing them a lot. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I definitely am constantly reflecting on the things I've done and that 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 dialogue in my head I guess that I go through at the end of the day is me kind of just like thinking about the way I've handled situations but like being a teacher I deal with kids who are having like bad days I might be having like a day where I'm just like I can't deal with you guys being just absolute idiots today Mm -hmm. um and just like reflecting on, oh, well, how could I have made that situation slightly better? Mm -hmm. I've never had like a really bad situation at all with like a kid where they've blown up at me or I've blown up at them. Um, So nothing like that. But just, yeah, just thinking about how I can handle each situation better is is important to me. We're going to fasten the pace a little just for the recording time. I'm sorry. I know. I'll have you on again. It's fine. Um, But how did you answer that question for me? Um, so for Ashley, I put down, um, she now speaks her mind frequently, um, to those around her. So like she would always kind of say her mind, I guess, to me, but maybe not as much as she does now, but she (laughs) definitely like will let, um, the people around her know exactly how she thinks and feels about a certain situation. Which I did not have before I met Chaz. Yeah, she definitely didn't do before she met me. However... Um, she's yet to learn the power of making a blunt statement funny as an escape route. <laughs> yes, that's something I want to learn. I'm trying. Yeah, because she can be very blunt and sometimes it just offends people. Yeah. Which, like, a lot, like, she never says anything without, like, a, a morally sound and just perspective. Mm. But it's still, if it's going against someone's, like, core beliefs or values, that can be, like, a 
bit of a sketchy situation to put your foot down on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, next question is if someone did you wrong, what would the other person's uh, first instinct be to comfort you, distract you or get revenge? So I think that you would like try to distract or comfort me. Mm-hmm. That's what I put for you. What did you put for me? I put for you, Ashley, with deaths get on the defense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she would often come to my aid. Um, uh, especially like with some kind of savage response or depending on the situation, she's even tried to like pretend she's going to like throw down with some guy over like not that big of an issue. (gasps) Well, you know, like some, for no reason, some guy might come into my face and I don't know why people do that when you're out in the city, but sometimes people are just acting like wankers for no reason. And Ashley's happy to just get in there, but I'm always worried she's just going to accidentally escalate the issue. So I'm 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 straight away in de-escalate mode. Like I I don't really care if some guy's gonna make a fool of himself in front of me. At the end of the day, he's only like representing himself like an idiot. And mm. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dignify his response with a, a wanker response back. Whereas me, on the other hand, <laughs> Ashley definitely takes offense of people acting like idiots. Well, in front I, of me. it's a protective thing as well. Like, I, I don't think I'm not sure if someone did that to me. If I would do like stand up and be so defensive, but if you, if I like like that guy did it to be that time, mm. and like that guy in the valley walked past and did it to you, I was like, oh, hold my hoops, hold my poodle. Like, yeah. I'm ready. I think I get a lot of weird attention as well when I'm out because, number one, I'm bald. Number two, I'm kind of tall. I'm not crazy tall, mm-hmm. but, like, I stand out a lot. And uh, it kind of just, like, anytime you're in a situation where there's alcohol-infused people and someone stands out, and I'm a bit of an alpha male. So I think sometimes I can just, like, people like to act like wankers to me for, for no real reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and lastly, just curiously, um, because I just wanted to know if you you could get the song. What is our song? Uh, Electric by Khalid. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't think it's by Khalid, but... Yeah, yeah. Alina Baraz and yeah. Khalid. Yes, yeah. yes. Kiss me. We're on fire, babe. I feel like that's the perfect way to end it. It is, it is. All right. Just... Do you want a crisp high five? Yeah, that's what I offer the kids when they've done something wrong. They're so. Am I going to get a reward? Of I always tell them, I'm like, you'll get a crisp high five. All right, all right, we'll do the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so rewarding! Um, we'll do a crisp high five in a minute. But um, is there any way that my audience can support you right now? Uh, I got like a a cheeky little watch business. Um, so if you wanna. If you want to jump and support me, you can jump on my website at ironwoodwatches.com and uh, purchase yourself a nice, a, a nice piece. Uh, men's watches only. There is, like a, I guess, a unisex watch as well available, mm-hmm. but it's, it's definitely orientated towards men. So if you want to get your, your man a present. Or your not, friend. Or your friend, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. That's a kind friend. Gift yeah. your just a gift your friend a watch. <laughs> yeah. Doing so much money you got us. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, thanks for being on, Bay. It was really fun having you on. Yeah, that was a lot I of fun. I feel like I could have just talked with to you forever on that. Date like, night continues. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new outro. <laughs> All right, Chris, five, five, three, two, hey. I don't know why we clapped on two, but... <laughs> <laughs>
I saw it coming. I love you. Mwah. Mwah.